Hey, before we start today's show, we wanted to salute something that's both important and cool, and that is the 2021 Kamal Patel Memorial Rugby Scholarship winner, Caleb Prisanis of Pelham High School. Caleb was nominated by his coach, Tim Downey, and he'll receive $2,000 to apply to his expenses at SUNY New Paltz. The scholarship was formed in 2018 to memorialize Kamal Patel, our fallen brother, who was taken way too soon from us. Just days before his 30th birthday, Kamal was a warm, joyful, and well-liked guy and talented multi-sport athlete. He played rugby at Kenmore East, at the University at Buffalo, and for the Buffalo Rugby Club, and was a well-liked teammate. For more information about the scholarship, the winners, the procedures, and more about Kamal Patel, you can find it all at the scholarship website, KamalPatelScholarship.org. If you're interested in supporting the scholarship or have questions, please contact Ron Astridge at director at KamalPatelScholarship.org. And kudos to the Buffalo Rugby Club for keeping this thing going. We miss you, Kamal. Next on the College Rugby Wrap-Up, responding to the critics of our College Rugby Landscape segment. Plus, College Rugby Playoffs, Women and Men, Soup to Nuts, and the best team in the world. Rugby Wrap-Up brought to you in part by Sheehy Auto Stores. It's easy at Sheehy. Box for Grow, the future of cannabis farming. We box you in to increase your yield and profit. The Pig and Whistle, the world's best rugby pub, and Lean and Limber, stretching your way to a healthier lifestyle. Hey everybody and welcome back to this week's College Rugby Wrap-Up, Matt McCarthy in New York City. Colby Marshall in New Jersey, Zach Lanning not in Maine, that's all we know about him right now, and last but not least, the luckiest of our panel, Mr. Josh Rezio in Sorrento, Italy. Josh, is that accurate? That is accurate. What took you so long to respond? Is that the Italian delay? Are you on Siesta? That's Spain, right? Yes, something like that. It's, you know, going across the airways. Before we get into the actual college stuff on the pitch, let's go back to last week. We took some heat from last week's uh, college rugby landscape explanation segment, and really I took the heat mostly, but uh, I want to read off some of the criticisms, and I'm not going to tell you which entity they came from or which person they came from. It doesn't matter. What does matter is that for the most part, most of the feedback, I would say 95% of the feedback saw it as fair and informative, and that's all you can ask for. But I guess you're doing your job if you do get criticized from the parties involved, and we did get criticized from the parties involved. We were called disingenuous, or I was called disingenuous, or somebody at Rugby Wrap-Up was disingenuous about the logos in our graphics and how they didn't accurately depict the size of the conference or the entity that they were part of. But I would say that we were lucky enough to find logos because some of the social media streams lead you to dead-end links and websites that don't work. And if you don't believe me, check it out. Also, we were called uh, disingenuous in 
what we said about NCAA and the women's game and Naira, but if I remember accurately, the first thing you did, Zach, was correct me and say it's an emerging sport in NCAA is Naira and the women's game. We were also told that we made the situation worse. This by somebody that did not watch the show. And then there was the final salvo fired, and that was, quote, stop pushing the we wish scenario and tell the as is scenario. Unless you don't want to be journalists, then do whatever you want. That's why we get the big bucks, guys, to cover this stuff and, and water off a duck, right? But in all seriousness, if you're out there and you're one of these entities, just make sure you have your ducks in a row. Make sure your links work. Make sure that we can actually find information and maybe re reply to us and come on on the air. Come on the show. And at least if you're going to criticize us, make sure you watch what we say or listen to what we say yourself. Don't rely on others. That's all we ask. That said, let's get on to the rugby on the pitch. And Zach, we had our first champions. We do. And, you know, I, I always have to follow the college rugby landscape segment for some reason, but uh, it's frustrating because it is something that kind of takes away, um, you know, from the enjoyment of the game. That's why we want it to, to work out just because the game is so great and so special. And there's no better example of that than the season that Dartmouth have had on the women's side, the big green. They went undefeated and took home the Naira D1 championship this weekend, beating a really, really tough army side uh, that, that definitely gave them a match. Uh, 28 to 18 was the final score in that one, Matt. You know, it's all actually almost three years to the day from when Dartmouth took home their first Naira championship, which is pretty cool. Um, and also their first night game in the history of the program as well. So uh, they leaned heavily on their senior talent as they have done all season. Emily Henrich scored the first try of the match. She's been a force in that back line. Lily Durbin scored a clutch try after a late army comeback attempt to put the game out of reach. Uh, and then fifth-year senior Idia Ihensikin, who was playing the number eight for Dartmouth, was named the player of the match after scoring two tries. She's come up huge for the Big Green in some of their biggest spots throughout her career there, scoring uh, three tries, I believe, in their Ivy League championship match against Harvard her junior year. I have to stop you there for a second, though, because Emily's parents met at Dartmouth playing rugby. Wow. They should make some sort of rugby biopic about that. All right, we are a trademark rugby wrap-up biography. <laughs> well, we own those rights. Yeah. yeah. So I'm sorry, continue. Sure. So there's also some young talent on that squad, guys, as well. Um, sophomore fly half Abby Savin was automatic off the tee in this match and the entire season. Uh, so, again, some bright spots on that roster for when these, these older players, uh, the older talent, move on. Um, but kudos just to finish up uh, to Army on, on a really gutsy season. They started out a little shaky. They, they lost early matches to Harvard, um, but they, they fought. They battled back. They knocked off a lot of contenders and they proved that they they could ball and they belonged on that on that pitch uh, with Dartmouth. You know, it was by no means a gimme for, for the big green. Uh, so I'm really excited to see how this army side continues to develop and, and what they do going forward. Just uh, some couple other notes as well on the Naira side. D2 and D3 had their championships that's this past weekend. Congrats to AIC for knocking off Westchester 29-17, knocking off reigning champs Westchester. AIC went 8-2 and two this season. Their two losses actually coming against both the teams that they would end up facing in the playoffs and defeating. Uh, they lost to Queens University Charlotte and the aforementioned Westchester, beating them both the second time around. So, again, kudos to the Yellow Jackets. Uh, and then in D3, Bodwin College took home that championship, beating University of New England 31-12. to Goldwyn had an undefeated season 8-0 this year, uh, so congrats to that side also. 
Colby talking NCR stuff. Colby, take us through that action. Yeah, at Mazella Field in New Rochelle, New York, we got to see an exciting quarterfinal matchup between Iona and Kutztown. Kutztown dominated the game 54 to 24, even though Iona took an early seven to nothing lead by way of Cam DeGiorgio, who got down for a try. I had the privilege of calling this game, Matt. It was a beautiful day, great rugby, but Iona ended up getting blown out. Kutztown scored 28 unanswered points after Cam DeGiorgio's try in the first half. And I think Benedict Quinn, the fullback for Kutztown, is the player for their team that really opened up the game. He got loose when the game was 14 to seven, found a big hole in Iona's defense and took it all the way to the crib. He had two tries on the day and Aaron Gray as well showed his electric ability getting out in space, scored a magnificent try in the first half. So Kutztown will now play St. Bonaventure in the semifinals of the NCR tournament. And Colby, this really sends a message because Kutztown didn't come in with the greatest record and a lot of people were underestimating. Yeah, I mean, that record, it's been a talking point of the team all year, but I think they're a team that punch above that that four and four record. You know, they played a lot of great teams. And I was talking to Doc Jones before the game. He was pretty much telling me that, you know, they were going to field a team against Iona that a lot of people haven't seen yet and that they were going to surprise the Gales. And that's exactly what they did. And um, it'll be really interesting to see how they continue to advance in this tournament with this, you know, getting guys back from injuries because they've dealt with a lot of injuries and stuff this year. And, uh, and again, coming up next, they have, what, Tui Osborne's St. Bonaventure? Correct. Who they saw earlier in the year, uh, St. Bonaventure got the best of them, 17-12 to 12 in that game. All right. What else you got for us? Yeah, Penn State escaped with a close one-point win over the Brown Bears, 27-26. to 26. Freshman Locke, Tristan Somerville, scored the game-winning try for Penn State. Uh, Brown really surprised me in this one. I did not expect them to play Penn State so well. And, and- and Colby, the Brown Bears under Dave LaFlamme, a right honorable vandal, by the way, uh, heartbreak after their big win previously. Yeah, they were entering the game with a lot of momentum, but I think they have to be proud of the way that their season ended playing this close game against Penn State. I think it's going to do them wonders for going into the next season. All right. What else? Anything? Yeah. So Queens advanced by way of a forfeit from Northeastern. They'll play Penn State in the semifinals. And then on the other side, we'll have St. Bonaventure and Cutstown. So semifinals are set. Can't wait for this to play out. All right, we'll take a quick break and come back with D1A and everything else out West with the man in Italy, Mr. Josh Rescio after this. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig and Whistle on West 36th Street. been blind since I was four and I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label none of that stuff influences me I drink beer because of the taste and my beer is Pabst Blue Ribbon it has the taste and the flavor what do you think's on the label I think there's a a naked woman riding on a unicorn jumping over fire That's good beer.
price on a new vehicle? Sheehy makes it easy. Easy Price shows you our lowest prices on the Mid-Atlantic's largest selection. Find your best price online or at any of our 31 dealerships. It's easy at Sheehy. Sheehy.com. And we are back with Josh Rescio in Sorrento, Italy. Zach landing someplace not in Maine. And uh, Colby Marshall in New Jersey. Yours truly, Matt McCarthy in New York City. And it's time for our Sheehy Auto Stores College Rugby Wrap-Up Pop-Up Quiz. We're going to get that acronym ironed out, but that's not what the question is for the day. The question is, gentlemen, who is the best team, rugby team, on the planet right now? Raise your hand if you think you have the answer. All right, that looks like a hand raise. Uh, Zach, that's scratching of the beard. That's a hand raise. I'll say New Zealand. Would it be New Zealand? No. Colby. South Africa. No. And last but not least, yeah, okay. Uh, Josh in Italy? This is my chance, Matt. I'm going to go with the England women, the Red Roses. And that is correct. Wow. Yeah, the Red Roses, 18-0 international test uh, string right now of wins, and they smoked our Eagles 89-zip. And that one, that one ruck changed the whole complexion of the game. But, yes, Josh Resio, you are our college rugby wrap-up pop quiz winner of the day, brought to you by Sheehy Auto Stores. All right. He cheated. He did cheat a little bit, but who cares? <laughs> let's get right. Let's stay with the winner. Okay, let's stay with the winner. And you start telling us a little bit about what's going on out west of the Mississippi. Yeah, Matt, here I am coming east across the pond and a great matchup coming west of my home state in California. Life taking on St. Mary's in a game of two top teams. Really wish I could have been there. Uh, Life came out strong, you know, going up 26 to 7, really kind of looking solid throughout the whole game. But, you know, we had talked a couple of weeks back that St. Mary's was going to get tested. They had a really, really tough schedule early on, you know, to finish up the fall and going into the spring. And they kept their composure. And in the last 15 minutes, they had three quick tries going on a 21 to 3 run. Uh, Carl Keane was really on fire coming up with some clutch kicks. He would be the hero of the day, getting a penalty kick to seal the win for St. Mary's 31 to 29 at the buzzer. Um, A huge quality win for St. Mary's. I think, you know, I I look at a game like this for them, especially against life. We're always seeing at that top um, top tier in D1A. And I think they're my team to watch. You know, we watched Army in the fall, you know, just really run through teams. St. Mary's is going to be my team to watch in the spring. And I think they're going to put on a show for us. Yeah, Coach Tim O'Brien's got them on firing on all cylinders. It'll be great to see when that season kicks off, really, and gets the full swing, get those Cal Bears in the mix. That'll be an interesting setup to watch. What else you got for us? Yeah, Matt. So Lindenwood has had, you know, kind of a little bit of a rough start in some areas in this Mid-South, but they got to travel up to Grand Rapids to take on Davenport, who just came off of that close loss to life. Lindenwood did really well. Uh, 40 to 15 win, a win where really you have to give the hat off to the reserves. They held, the reserves came in in the second half, held Davenport scoreless, and it was really the forwards of the reserves that really were just kind of going on a tear throughout the day. Lindenwood finishes their season, uh, their fall season, with that win. I think it's going to carry them a lot of momentum into the spring. And again, a really tough Mid South schedule ahead for them. So if Lindenwood wants to stay in that top tier, they've done it in the past. I think they're going to continue doing it, but they're going to be another cool team to watch. <laughs> yeah, that Lindenwood team is a strong-looking team. Josh Macy's got, uh, you know, he's got some serious talent on that roster. They were they were up against it against Army. 
during that Veterans Day celebration that night, spectacular night at West Point, and maybe blooding a couple of players, but they're going to get stronger as it goes on as well. All right, we're basically out of time, guys, but let's get to our picks courtesy of Joey Rasmus and the Silverback Elite uh, Development Program. And Zach, you had something that you wanted to touch upon before we let you go. I I would be remiss, Matt, if I didn't bring up my Holy Cross Crusaders, the Satyrs, moving on to the next round of the Cohen Cup. That's the NCR's small college championship, uh, dispatching SUNY Geneseo uh, in the first round, and then Endicott, the higher seed Endicott in the next round after that. They're moving on to take on number one Christendom, uh, and that would be my pick, Matt, all the way. Satyrs, best team in the nation. I would take them even against big colleges. I don't know why they're in the small college division. I'd say we're a big college. I think they're going to go undefeated for the rest of time. They're fantastic. All right. I like I like your spunk there. And that, is, of course, is the first annual Steve Cohen Cup, the founder of Enscro, which is now part of NCR, National Collegiate Rugby. That's an interesting one. And, I, you know, Colby, you had brought up a match for everybody to watch, that Kutztown versus Bonaventure match. That's a good one to look for, right? Yeah, I think that's going to be one everybody's going to have their eyes on. Uh, a barn burner, I'm predicting. Cutstown. I, I think Cutstown is going to edge the Bonnies. I, I, that's my prediction. I think they're going to get the upset. I think they're the dark horse in this tournament that a lot of people uh, aren't going to see coming. I mean, they're going to see them coming, but, you know, we've mentioned that they've had players out due to injury and they're finally fielding a team that, you know, that a lot of guys haven't seen yet. So I'm going with Cutstown. Well, you know, that's that's a great match to watch, but I think the matchup that more people want to tune in for is me against you in the New York Rugby Club Sevens because I'm going to be playing with the New York Rugby Club Old Stars. And who are you going to be losing with? Oh, I'll be winning with Monmouth, Monmouth oh. Rugby Club. We'll see. We'll see. All right. We'll, you know, we'll trash talk all we want around the cooler here at the Rugby Wrap-Up, College Rugby Wrap-Up headquarters. But This could be health- the end of the show. You do have health I'd insurance, right? Sigma. You have health insurance? Sigma. Yeah. You're going to need it. Okay. On that that note, I want to thank, of course, we kid. I want to thank Mr. Colby Marshall, Mr. Josh Recio in Italy, and Mr. Zach Lanning, who is getting yelled at by his future father-in-law. I'm Matt McCarthy for these gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in, and please sign up for our weekly newsletter in case you haven't already, and share us with your friends and mates. And in the meantime, check out our other segments, including from the In Case You Missed It department, our exclusive with the man they call the Beast, plus our lively chat with rugby legends Dick Spring and George Hook, and look out for our upcoming United Rugby Championship shows. And please sign up for our Rugby Wrap-Up Red Cross Blood Donor Team. 